Are you waiting for everything to be perfect before you decide to enjoy life? Stop waiting. Start living. Welcome to Life in 22 Minutes with Scott and Becky McIntosh, where you will hear inspiring stories from imperfect people living life with courage, humor, and a whole lot of love, despite challenging circumstances to bring hope to your heart and a smile to your face in only 22 minutes. Now, let's welcome the host of the show, Scott and Becky McIntosh. Hi, everybody. This is Scott McIntosh, your host of Life in 22 Minutes, and my co-host, Becky. Hi, everyone. And sometimes it's a little bit longer. And sometimes it can be. (laughs) Today on Life in 22 Minutes, we welcome our special guest, Kelly Davis. She's with the Children's Miracle Network, a big organization. For the past 25 years, Kelly lived with anxiety, depression, body dysmorphic disorder, addiction, and low self-esteem. To find healing and relief, she embarked on an incredible journey seeking self-love, happiness, peace, and joy. Kelly loves speaking. Every time Kelly is on stage, she knows she is fulfilling her passion and purpose. Speaking is her source for joy and purpose behind her pain. Kelly is the host of Children's Miracle Network Hospital's Untold Miracles podcast. She has interviewed a long list of celebrities such as Jack Nicholas, Dr. Oz, Marie Osmond, Steve Young, and I should know this person, Dr. Oh, well, Dr. J, I know, Dr. J. Who's Chris Angel? Chris Angel is one of the most famous magicians in the world. Oh, you can that, see I him in know Las Chris. Vegas. Okay. He's the one that puts the cord under his skin and all that? Yeah, and he has a son right now who's facing leukemia, and oh, so it was really no. interesting to talk to him about his journey wow. with that. Wow, okay, I do know oh. him, yes. There's just not a better person for us to have on our show today than talk about miracles and, and all these amazing people that you've been able to interview. Well, thank you so much for the honor to be in your home today and be a guest on your podcast. I truly admire what you're doing because it's really giving people the opportunity to share their stories. And when they do that and they have the opportunity to be vulnerable and share their truth, it gives other people the courage to own their truth and share their story. Right, absolutely. And and uh, let's just jump right in with the pain. Let's start with the pain first, okay? Right. Because I had <laughs> never heard of um, body dysmorphic disorder. Never heard of it till last really? night when I was reading about this. Well, story. I wish more people knew about this, but they really don't. But I first learned about it when I was watching an episode of Oprah. And there were people that were on the episode and they were talking about how Um, they were so appalled by their physical appearance and they looked like normal human beings, but Mm -hmm. they couldn't see their body correctly. So it's as if you have a foggy pair of glasses on and you're fixated on imperfections in your body and you can't see what's real. So when I look in the mirror, I don't see a 130 pound person. Mm -hmm. I see someone that's much more overweight. I don't see what's real and you're just focused on um, just imperfections in your body and it's consumes your thoughts all day long. Like every day it's hard for me to get dressed very hard. It's hard to look in the mirror. It's hard to show up. It's hard to be seen, but because I work with miracle kids, like 10 million kids that we treat each year at our 170 children's hospitals and I watch what they go through, they give me the courage to get up and show up with my anxiety and my depression and the different challenges that I face. We all face things on a daily basis that are hard for us. But we get the choice to choose if we're going to show up. And we can do it. And it's hard, but we can do it. So compared to, yeah, what what you've got, it's still a real deal. And it's a tough issue every day. But 
but you look at the other side and say it could right. be a lot worse. Right. Well, I see kids that will never get out of their wheelchair, that will never not mm-hmm. be in constant pain, that will always have their tracheotomy, that will never be able to run. And you don't want to diminish people's pain because emotional pain is real. Physical pain is real. Everybody has their own pain, but it gives me a perspective. So in the morning when I'm like, I'm just struggling right now with depression. Like I just want to get in a cave and I never want to come out. I never want to be seen again. Like I think about these kids and like if they had the chance right now to get up and walk to the bathroom and get ready, like they would they would kill for that opportunity. And I have that opportunity. I can choose to show up. Wow. And I'm so happy you choose to get up because you are helping so many people. Thank you. Wow. I met you at a, at a little event, as a storytelling portion of the event was when you got up and, and, and gave a story. And I had given a story as well. Yes. And we got to be the two guinea pigs that day. <laughs> that was fun because I was able to talk to you after and get to know you. I'd never known you before that. And learned a little bit about the children's... I mean, I know about the Children's Miracle Network, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been around a long time. Marie Osmond does amazing things with this. I told you the story about when I asked her to a dance, and she turned me down. It just ruined my life, you know? So, <laughs> But anyway, uh, you just you do some neat things. To have this opportunity to not just interview celebrities, but celebrities that are open and, and show the pain... Or, or talk about things that they're doing to help others. That's, that's really cool to see that side of them. So, But tell, tell us a little bit about your podcast and how that came about and, okay. and what, you, what do you do? Well, I am so blessed. For the last 22 years, I have worked for the greatest charity on the planet. We treat 10 million kids at 170 children's hospitals. And I work with celebrities all over the country to raise funds and awareness. And I've met everyone from Christopher Reeve, Superman before he passed right. away, to the president, to... Tom Hanks, like you name it. I've worked with so many different celebrities, but I'm so blessed because these celebrities all have a story. And on the Untold Miracles podcast every week, I've been able to talk to celebrities about miracles in their lives, miracles they've witnessed, miracles they've benefited from, miracles they've helped create. And I am so inspired by the miracles that they're creating. And that's the goal for me with the podcast is I want to inspire people to go create miracles in the lives of those around them because that's what it's about. It's about showing up, being courageous and having love. And it's just the little tiny things, but I would love to share a miracle with you. If you wouldn't mind. I'm I'm sitting here here thinking, I want to ask you share a miracle with us, but I don't want to. Oh my gosh. I have so many because I've had so many amazing guests like you mentioned, but I mean, Dr. J he said the biggest miracle in his life is his granddaughter who has down syndrome and the love that she has shared and shown in that family has changed their life. But one of my favorite miracles, are you guys familiar with the miracle or the movie Miracle on Ice? Yes. So Michael Ruzioni hit yes. the winning goal when we oh, beat the right. Russian. Right. So this was his biggest miracle in his life. His wife's father had just passed away, and he was supposed to play in a golf tournament that week. And he's like, I'm not going to play in the tournament. Like, I'm just not going to do it. And she's like, no, please go play in the golf tournament. He's like, okay, I'm going to play, but I'm going to hit a hole-in-one for your dad today. Mm -hmm. He goes out. He's never hit a hole-in-one in in his life. He hits a hole-in-one, wins the tournament. It's enough money to play for the funeral for her Uh father-in-law. Now, that's a miracle. Now, that's kind of a big miracle, but there's little miracles as well that we get to witness every day. And I, my life, I feel like, is a miracle. When I was 17 years old, I ended up um, having back surgery and... 
I couldn't play sports and I was in pain, had back pain for 15 years, like debilitating back pain. I don't have an ounce of back pain today. It's a total yeah. miracle, but honestly, the biggest miracle that's ever happened in my life. And I think you're going to appreciate this mm-hmm. because you love the number 22. Right. And when I was 22 years old, the best experience of my life happened since I was a little girl, like five years old. I fell in love with the Denver Broncos and I was so passionate about them. When they lost on Sunday, I would be depressed about it. I'd journal about it and I wouldn't be happy again until they won. When I went to Brigham Young University, I had two bumper stickers on my car on each side. I was obsessed with the Denver Broncos and I studied sports um, at BYU. I was the assistant sports information director. I got turned down twice to have a job at the Denver Broncos. But I was in Denver interviewing different colleges to be an assistant sports information director. And I'm in my hotel room, and I see this Denver Broncos mouse pad on the table. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I should reach out to the Broncos. You know, I'm in town. Call them up. Hey, can I talk to you? about coming and visiting and learning more about your organization. No, we don't have time. I just need five minutes of your time to talk about the opportunity to work for your organization. He let me come by. I remember I was freaking out. I'm at the Denver Broncos <laughs> facility. This is my dream. Right. And I, I take pictures. I'm in the taxi. The guy comes down the stairs. He brings me upstairs to the office. It's this beautiful facility in Inglewood, Colorado. And he's like, what can I do for you? And I said, I want to know what I need to do to work for this football club. He walked out of the room, brought in my boss, Bill Harpole, and he introduced me. I got the job a week later. Hmm. My biggest dream of my life was achieved at 22 years old. (laughs) I went back to Provo, packed my bags, literally in a day, packed my bags, drove to Denver, started my career working for my dream job. And honestly, it was the coolest thing ever. It was the coolest thing ever. And then I just have to say like some of the greatest days of my life when I was working at Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, my boss gave me Super Bowl tickets and I got to see the Broncos win Super Bowl 32. The next year he gave me Super Bowl tickets. I got to see Super Bowl 33. And then two and a half years ago, Steve Young called me up. Well, Steve Young's wife called me up and said, you want to come to the Super Bowl with us? Super Bowl 50. And I got to Watch the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl MVP suite with every Super Bowl MVP that's ever played the game. And then I get to go down on the field after we beat the Carolina Panthers, touch the Super Bowl trophy, <laughs> and it was a really great day in my life. So, anyway, 22 years old is when, like, some of my really started. big dreams started. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty cool year of my life. That like, is very cool. And, it, and really what it's taught me that anything is possible. Like anything's yeah. possible, no matter how big you dream. And I really think that we forget to dream as big as God dreams for us. Like I always wanted to get married and have four kids. That was my dream. God had different plans for me. I'm 44. I've never been married. Mm. I have a hundred kids instead of four kids. Oh, he had a bigger dream for me than I had for myself. Wow. It's perspective. Yeah. yeah. And it's really about trusting God's plan for your life. Like I have challenges every day. Like I literally live with the anxiety and the depression and OCD and BDD and they don't go away. Like I wish they did because my life looks pretty glamorous like on the outside, but on the inside I struggle and I know you probably have your struggles and I know you Mm -hmm. have your struggles and your children have their struggles, but I truly believe and know 100% that everything that happens in our life is perfect for us, everything. And there is someone that can benefit from the suffering that we've gone through. And that right. is the reason 
is because how are we going to use our own suffering to help others? Look what you're doing. Look what you're doing through your podcast with the experience of your son. The people that you're giving hope to and inspiring is incredible. Like you don't know the people that you've touched and you might never know, but it's happening. Right. And it's purposeful. And that's what we believe. We just believe in being transparent. Firmly believe that whatever we are going through, whatever situation we're in, it's not about us, but mm-hmm. it's about those we can help mm-hmm. with what we have learned and what we have, we have gained. Absolutely. So right after I met you, I started listening to a few of your podcasts mm-hmm. and I listened to Dr. J. <laughs> I remember my little nephew. I taught him, yeah, it was a commercial. Was, hey, Dr. J, where'd you get them moves? You know, and, uh, and I taught him to say that as a kid, but I remember you interviewing Dr. Dr. J and he say, he said this, uh, he said, I look forward to the best day of my life because I don't think I've lived it yet. Is that not amazing? He always says the carrots yeah. out in front of him. Right. And I'm like, after all of the things that you've experienced in life, the best day is yet to come. Yet to come. That's incredible. But it, it's yeah. so true. And I have to say, Dr. J, for those people who don't know him, is the real deal. Mm-hmm. And he totally cares about other human beings and giving yeah. back and he's just I'm so honored to get to call him a friend he really yeah. is a great guy we were at a children's hospital mm, probably a year and a half ago doing a $50,000 check presentation because he was voted fan favorite our event and we're in the child life playroom and he's a big guy and these tables are <laughs> little and he goes down sits at this table with this little kid and probably for 15 minutes played those little army games oh, like really? and it was just like here's you know big guy just going down on this kid's level letting him know that he is present he is there he is connected it is about this moment it's not about anything else Wow. It was pretty special. Yeah. So share, I know you're writing a book. Yes. About miracles. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I, I'm so excited to talk about this because I have witnessed miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle. Can I briefly share the miracle uh, of Maverick Shooty? That's weird. That's okay. on my list. I'm going to ask okay, you about so Maverick. Okay, so number one. Yes. So I have a fiance and he is nine years old and he got down <laughs> on one knee and he proposed with a diamond ring and behind him he had a cooler with my three favorite things and it was a Kit Kat, a Diet Coke, and a lemon. <laughs> and um, but I first met Maverick when he was six years old. He's from Wyoming. I'm from Wyoming. He loves the Boston Red Sox. I love the Boston Red Sox. He's born June 11th. I was born June 11th. There's nothing I wouldn't do for this child. He's had over 40 surgeries, five open heart surgeries. When he was five years old, he passed away. He remembers God doing chest compressions on him. He came back to life. And when I first met him, six years old, we're in Washington, D.C., and we're about to meet Michelle Obama, um, do a White House visit. And I just fell in love with his personality. He's just so cute, but he goes through so many hard things. So one day, he wasn't feeling well. And I reached out to my friend, Kevin Millar, who played first baseman for the Boston Red Sox when they won the World Series in 2004 and broke the curse. I'm like, hey, Kevin... Maverick's not doing well. He loves Big Poppy, one of the greatest players to ever play in the MLB. And could you please get a video for me? And within two hours, I had a video back from Big Poppy, and it said, Hey, Maverick, I'm praying for you. Keep the faith. I love you, and I'm going to hit a home run for you tonight. Now, I don't really think much of this because it's incredibly difficult to hit a home run in Major League Baseball. (laughs) Literally, I didn't think it was going to happen, but I'm in my room that night, just cleaning, randomly going through channels, and the game comes on. He's 0 for 3 that night against one of the best relieving pitchers in the game. Big Poppy gets up to bat, 
and he hits a home run at Fenway Park against the New York Yankees to win the game. And I am crying in that moment, and I am on my knees, and I'm like, thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, because I knew God answered prayers. But in that moment, I knew he loved Maverick. He loved Maverick. So I get a video back immediately from Maverick, and he's like, Big Poppy, you never let me down, and I'm going to try my hardest to get to Fenway Park to meet you. And within two weeks, I'm on a private plane from Cheyenne, Wyoming, with my little boyfriend, Mavic, for him to go meet his hero and throw out the first pitch at that game. There were many miracles involved in that. The day that I happened to be on Instagram to see Kevin was with his kids and Big Poppy. Had I never seen it, it would have never happened. Had I not made the ask, it would have never happened. God um, made that miracle happen. Like, Big Poppy even said it in an interview. He's like, this was a God thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't... It was a God thing. So, um, it was like such an incredible day of my life to see Maverick meet his hero because we were, we were in the batting cages. I'm sorry. We were in the bat- batting room and Maverick's just throwing the ball with Kevin and big poppy walks in the room and Maverick's eyes light up and he's like, big poppy. And they embrace. And now they're like best friends and Maverick thinks, you know, that anything is possible. And the craziest part about this story, which I just think is so important. Day before this, mom posted on Facebook, my family needs a miracle. Within 24 hours, God answered that prayer. And I just think that's incredible. And that's what my book and podcast about is I want people to believe in miracles. I want people to ask for miracles. I want people to be grateful for miracles. I want people to manifest miracles for those around them. It's not hard. It is not hard to recognize miracles. Yeah, when they yeah, yeah. I mean, they're every day, every day. So here we all three of us sitting around the table around the crying. Mind. Yeah, so yeah, well, that's, that's yeah. what our job and I, is. And I could go on and on and on. In fact, yeah. the sec- Mavericks chapter one of my book, but chapter two is about a little boy named Luke Matting, and Luke was born at a children's hospital in Pennsylvania by his mother, who was an alcoholic and a drug addict, and she just left him there. And his nurse, um, Heather, overheard another nurse say, who would ever want this child? And in that moment, she, God spoke to her. It was like, no one will. If not you, then who? And she knew that that was meant to be her child. So she adopted Luke. And Luke got a double lung transplant when he was nine years old. Most kids don't live five years out of a double lung transplant. He's seven years out. He's a total miracle. He knows he's living on borrowed time. Every day is a gift. He makes every moment count. And so it's just like miracles like that. And there's 15 miracles in my book like that. And I'm pretty excited for the world to be inspired by these kids because I am every day. When is your book set to come out? Well, the goal is this August. It is a lot of work. And um, because with with the podcast and the book and doing speaking, but you know what? Um, Children's Miracle Network Hospitals is working with me on the book, and 100% of the proceeds are benefiting Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Mm. And so I'm really excited to get it out there. It's our 35th anniversary. Marie Osmond, as you mentioned, and John Schneider, Bo Duke from Dukes of Hazard, mm-hmm. co-founded this organization in 1983, and we are celebrating 35 years of raising over $6 billion to help more kids like Maverick and Luke. Not amazing. So cool. The yeah. ripple effect of all of yeah, that. Yeah, it's just one little idea. They wanted to start a charity where all of the money stayed local. Instead of, I mean, if you raise money here in Salt Lake, it's going to help kids benefit at a primary children's medical center. It's just all about the one individual. Who like, would have thought the one? that uh, 
little yeah. little bit country, yeah. Marie Osmond yeah. and Hood Sliding Boat. Yeah, a little telethon yeah. at the Osmond Studios in Provo, Utah. Yeah, can do this kind of. Turned into six billion dollars and a lot of miracles later. That's so cool. Yeah, so cool. Dreaming big, and going <laughs> after your dreams, and actually, yes. you know. What are you looking for? Like for me, I'm always looking for miracles and I'm always looking for celebrities. I run into celebrities everywhere because I'm looking for them. What you look for will appear. If you're looking for hard things or, you know, it, it, it will show up for That's you. That's where your focus is. It, it will yes. show up, but I'm always looking for the miracle. And I have a really cool story around that. Um, have you ever heard of the book Pam by Pam Grout called Miracles or MC Squared? I can't think of the name of the book. Anyway, it's about the power of manifesting miracles. And they wanted you to focus on, you know, focus on seeing a green car. Immediately, I see a green car. The next day was focus on butterflies. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm like, I've got to see a butterfly. I just have to see a butterfly. <laughs> I, I'm working out at the gym that morning, and I'm on a treadmill, and I'm going through all the kids' stations thinking, there's got to be a butterfly. So I end up going over to this place called Onsite. My friend's Miles Adcox has a place for addiction rehabil- rehabilitation center. And I walk past his office, and on... A rock in his office is a butterfly, and it says, relax. And I'm like, God's got your back. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's a green, or it's a butterfly telling me to relax. And I'm like, you know what? And then, crazy thing, his girlfriend gives me a book that day with a butterfly on it. He's aware of us. He yeah. is aware Absolutely. of us. What we think about, we'll manifest. we can create. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. Um, you mentioned a little bit about the Osmonds and that we've got to know Justin Osmond. I don't oh, know if yeah, you know yeah. him. Yeah, he's deaf, right? Yeah, he's deaf. Yeah, yeah. Amazing miracles yes, in yes, his life. Yes. He plays the violin. Yes, yeah. And, you know, Isn't it crazy? I mean, yeah. I work with kids that are blind that golf. Hmm. How is that possible? They can't see the ball, but they can hit it. Right. You know, it's crazy. It's Everything crazy what people can do. I don't know if you know little Angelica Hell. Did you watch her on America's Got Talent last yes, year? Yes. I mean, she, when she was four years old, she um, got a, sorry, <laughs> when she was four years old, she ended up getting double pneumonia and ended up having to go on ECMO life support, got a kidney transplant from her mom. She is now traveling the world, inspiring people with her voice and her story. Mm-hmm. What we go through is always for the benefit of others, use our voice, share it, help be that miracle for someone else. What a beautiful way to wrap up our life in 22 minutes with that. Thank you so much for being on our show. But before we end, how can people connect with you? Tell them again your the name of your podcast yeah. so they can follow you and your last words of inspiration and wisdom for our listeners. Okay, so you can listen to the podcast at untoldmiracles.org. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. And if you want to learn more about me, you can go to bookkelly, K-E-L-L-I, davis.com and learn more about my journey. And I think parting advice today would be to choose love. Choose love for yourself. Choose love for others. Choose love for God. That's beautiful. Just choose love. Thanks for listening to Life in 22 Minutes. If you liked what you heard, tell your friends about us. And please subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a review. Your review will help us to broaden our audience. Until next time, don't wait for things to be perfect. Get out there and live life with courage, humor, and a whole lot of love.